sexy shit. It, it, that's how it make you feel. It just makes you like, yeah. Like I'm like you know I feel like these niggas is cool niggas, and they'll they'll be cool like to just let their shit ride a little bit. Go and, you know I don't know if y'all know the listen to the monophonics man because this shit is nasty. It just mm. this is like like you don't even have sex in this. You be doing doing some tall fucking. Yeah, this how I mean your granny used to. God damn it, this like this is what you hurt yourself too. Like when you old and you trying to act like you still got it. There we go. Like right when the break, nigga. What the? All right, all right, all right. Shit. One more time. All right. Good download. Hey, look, if you the down, you saw. I didn't told y'all for about an hour. If you download the app, you the you the synced. You'd have been there. You would have heard it. But you gonna hear it if you go to the app, and then I'm gonna put it on YouTube. But honestly, them is good. The monophonics is good. White folk, they can. Okay, the cookout is closed. Can't nobody get back in. But. They can get a plate. I would hand them a plate. None of you motherfuckers can get in the cookout no more. That shit is closed. It's enough motherfucking. Uh, yeah, man, silent disco. You got to if you downloaded the app. But it's silent disco too. It's lit. I'm gonna tell everybody go go listen to the monophonics. La- go listen to the monophonics. Last one standing and act like your ass don't get to go get to grooving or moving. You motherfuckers will grow an afro on some bell bottoms. Some shit. What was that movie like? Yeah, that's right. I'm fucking your old lady. Like that's that's how I make you feel. <laughs> Yo, yeah, he really cut that nigga up and then proceeded to slice this nigga up with a razor. The '70s was the sickest time in history. Like that was a nasty time period. Like just. If you watch that scene though, like like with like actual like human being eyes and not just awe that I'm fucking like after the I'm fucking your old lady wears off, that nigga was doing hand movements that don't even make sense to cut nobody. Like that nigga said, I'm a and like cut the nigga up under his ear. Like who would let that happen, dog? Like he was like with one hand and kept his hand in his pocket. Niggas was too cool. That was really a sick time period. I'm so glad, like, that was one cool thing about, like, MMA, like, like you know, just, like, you could kick a nigga, like, <laughs> that's a perfect time to pick your feet up, like, I'm gonna kick the shit out of this nigga, what the fuck? Hello, hello, cool beans, okay. Alright, Pat, I, the, we, we were just traversing a lot of, a lot of stuff here, I don't know what to respond to, but yes, and okay. Oh yes. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, we Oh yeah, you in the future. You might need some brown for that, but yeah. Hey, do what you gotta do. Do some brown. You can, hey, you can put a little shot of brown in your wine. Yo, this nigga nasty. Like y'all, everybody talks about DC's calm voice. This is a sick nigga. Y'all heard that shit? Like just, just sprinkle it out. He just, he just sprinkle it out there. Like, oh yeah, you know it's cool. And if you put a little brown in that wine, baby, I'm just like, hey, yeah. all right, doing back. That's okay. DC just gave y'all a drink. 
DZ just gave y'all the recipe to a drink to literally make your drawers disappear into like fucking dust. <laughs> How did where, where are my clothes? <laughs> I I respect it. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna fucking try it. So you know whatever. Hey, look, you see me walking around with a fancy cup and some gym shoes and no drawers, mind your business, because apparently the drink worked. That's a normal day watching anime feet. True. That's also, also true. <laughs> Their house shoes. <laughs> Their house shoes and warm socks now because it's cold outside. It's a little chilly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yes. You know what? So far, so good. Even taking um, taking adversity and making it whatever the fuck. People had a. Uh, I was on the freeway, and um, you know, like on, you know, like towards like the IE or whatever. Like they're doing a lot of work on the ten. So basically, like a cone flew in front of my fucking car, and I was just in a moment where like there was two cars on the side of me. You know, my car sits low. So I ain't had no choice, just, and you know, cars are made out of fucking, uh, you know, aluminum foil. So it like crushed, crunched the front part, had a crack in it and shit. And at first I was, you know, I was like, God damn, my, my shit or whatever. But I mean, you know, word to insurance and shit. And it was like, wasn't your fault. And I was like, so you said no on the deductible? You said you had a little zip on the deductible? And y'all gonna go ahead and, yeah, take this motherfucker. Give me that rental, baby. Like, <laughs> I'm in some new dork. I'm in some new dork mobile, looking like I like work in Silicon Valley. Like I'm, yeah, I'm like I'm living life. Like, look, like that shit came through. I was like, um, and I'm not gonna lie, you know, like you know, I said, man, it's crazy how that cone put that dent there too, and that little ding over there, and this little part here where the paint is fading. It's crazy they did that as well. We're gonna do all of that. <laughs> yeah, yep. So low key, uh. <laughs> Oh yeah, it fucked yo, nigga. I was like, damn, man. I was like, I said, sir, did you see this chip on this door? It's crazy. It wasn't even like that. He was like, we'll get that. I was like, my nigga, like. So honestly, this was really a dub, people. Like, you gotta. It's all about perspective, nigga. That shit, that L turned into a win real quick. I was like, so you said you go do all of that? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna just go ahead and they 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 came out, you know, called and said like the appraiser came out and they approved all that shit. I was like, yup, yup, that's it. I'll, you can y'all can hold this motherfucker for as long as you want. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. It's crazy how y'all gonna fix all that you say. So yes, to to wrap it up, it's a it's been you know what? <laughs> it's been a good week. It was it was a diamond in that shit. It was it looked like a big bowl of shit, but in it was this big fucking diamond, and I was like, damn. Yeah, I was like, that's crazy. Look at that diamond in that shit. I just washed it off, and it was great. Man, look, nigga was this close. I was, I was like, you know what, man? All right, you know, God, universe, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna keep fucking with you. I'm, that's it. I appreciate you. I'm a, I'm gonna just take, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was just, yeah, I take, yep, give me that. And just, so how are you living down there? You know, in the in the south, uh, everybody out there mouth breathing. And and uh, dating their cousins. There are some areas where that seems quite feasible. Yeah, it's, yeah, you just. Oh, you in the oh, you in the baby country. Them niggas said, fuck COVID down there in the South, boy. Shit, I, everywhere down there just saying, like, like, shit is open. We're open as the fuck. I was, the first day we got here, I was surprised. Because I walked up, I was like, oh, it's not a big way. I just saw a couple people sitting outside the restaurant eating. And uh, she's like, oh, 
Do you guys want inside or outside? Uh, you say what? Like, we can sit inside. Don't you, don't you, you like inside the establishment, like next to other people in confined quarters? It's in inside all day long. No mask. The only, like I said, the only people wearing masks is, is the dog on waitresses. They got it. Everything. Everybody else inside chilling, all on each other. Who's on y'all? Well, damn. That's a trip. Like, I've never like, I've never been down there, so I don't know like what's the different vibe of like the Carolinas as opposed to like other parts of the South. It depends on where you are. Um, different cities have a bit of a different vibe. Northern Carolina and Southern Carolina are not exactly the same. I'll take that. Apparently, it's like iffy if you can be heard. So the call-in thing might have to happen. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting updates on the sound quality. Oh, it is some, some, some swagging, some I don't know. Like, yeah, it said like the good, the good brother Keith is like, yeah, it's not as clear as I guess it could be or should be. So that call. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I can hear you, but it might be just the headphones. But apparently, like, it's not coming through as clear. So I don't know if it was like. Do you have to turn the mic that you have next to the phone? Do you have to turn that up higher to pick up? Oh, that that thing is at the thing is at the tippy. I don't know if it's at you. Yeah, I don't think I like it's it's not it's not that you can't be heard. It's that it's not as clear. So the clarity of sound is not there. What more do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wait. Why do I get blamed for this? What did I do? Damn, she... I'm thousands of miles away. How did it... She said that shit. Okay, I'll see how this works. This works. Is this my fault? Automatically, you're going to blame the dark skin, bro. Pretty much. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I guess like, um, welcome to uh, an honest live show, people. Yeah, fucking uh, transparency. Oh, one day I'm gonna learn that. I know, like, Brunch for Bessie's got that shit down to a science. Them in like, and um. I think the hoops talk. Go watch Brunch of Besties and the Hoops Talk while y'all in here, cause they got like the Zoom shit down to a motherfucking science. Um, no, 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 don't don't watch that while you're in here. Watch that when we're done. Well, you can't watch that while you're in here, cause they're not here, so they're not on right now. But like when they are on, this is my this is the moment where I don't know what I'm talking. Have to clarify. You have somebody that be clicking. Let me. I can't watch both. Let me. Gotta. Make sure. Keep this. Keep said it sound like you're talking through a tin can. Like keeps that we in here sounding like the fucking little rascals. Yeah, I mean, I got the um, I got the Zoom thing open. So if you our Skype shit, oh, I'm stuck on Zoom now. So if you call in, I think I should be able to. Pick. Okay. And then it just. Oh, I mean, yeah, folks. I mean, well, I mean, a lot of motherfuckers gonna get it, and you know, I figure I'll figure out how to y'all. Well, y'all gonna get some fucking piece together audio when this shit hit you. Y'all gonna just enjoy. <laughs> y'all gonna just have to. Y'all gonna just have to fucking deal. Like that's going to be a testament to your your editor skills. Look, I'm 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 gonna start charging motherfuckers. I'm I'm freelance. Figure it the fuck out, man. Um, with all this goddamn shit. 
Uh, oh damn! This is the part. Actually, now we get we gonna we gonna miss the fucking quotes. I was it's <laughs> supposed to be the quote, and then I'm gonna get into it's a lot of sad shit, y'all. Like I'm sorry, I, like I've been <laughs> trying to get all the funny shit out early because everything that seems to have been happening is just rather fucking morbid. It's just we gotta figure we gotta figure this shit out, people. Like I just you know like you know peace in peace in our time. You know, that's what Tony Stark said. Y'all gotta, we gotta get this shit together because y'all shit is fucking back to back weeks, man. It was like King Von and now um, Mo or Mo Three. Like I, I and I, I, I didn't realize I had Bro's music in my fucking phone, and I wasn't being like he did like a compilation thing, a double album with Boosie a while back. I just had that shit. Rest in peace to the dead. Like he was, he was shot this week, and. It's just like what the fu- what the fuck, bro? Like, I don't have any like I don't I don't. Hmm. Damn. Alex Trebek, yeah. don't, boy, yo, we tw- like twenty twenty said, yo, man, I'ma just I'ma leave it in, man, to the fucking bitter end. I'm like y'all gonna get it all the way up to the balls, like I'm. Cool. Oh yeah, fucking twenty twenty said I'ma ride this shit all the way the fuck out deep. That's yeah. That's um. I don't know, man. That's sick shit. I mean, uh, Alex. Alex really a rider though, because Alex was like he was fighting that shit for what, like a couple years. Like I remember. Yeah, and it so so far it seems they've come out that like he's been like a real ass nigga from like day one. So that was cool. Like it was good to just hear like you know a motherfucker die and be like he was a rampant racist and used to punch kids in the face. It was good to see like things about him were like all really good like every like nobody had no bad shit to say about Alec he was out here you know shining a light on smart motherfuckers on his show and then doing cool shit and uh what was he like fucking with like the the what was the United Negro College Fund that like was fucking with him or somebody reached out to him yeah he was he was partnered up and fucking with the, he was fucking with the gang from Jump so that is uh Oh fucking um, uh, Dolezal. Does she still? Does she still exist? Did they put her in like you know the black uh, wanna be black witness protection just off somewhere? What if she's some? What if she's off somewhere pretending to be another race? What if that's her shit? Like what if she down in like Guatemala pretending to be like you know a fucking Guatemalan um nun and it's just. Raquel Dolezito, like just fucking, just ruining fucking cultures, fucking city to city, state to state, country to country, a fucking terrorist. Yep, yeah, he's getting that Robert Downey Jr. Uh, thunder on. I gotta watch that shit. Like, I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. He really got that shit off and then proceeded to be, uh, yo, that's the power of Marvel. Like, the power of Marvel, you could be Tony Stark and it completely just blows past the fact that you did black. But, but I think I was watching an interview of his. Eventually, folks, I'm going to get back to the dark shit, but I'm going to take this chance because the shit ain't nothing but dark and it's fucking nasty. Um, I was watching something, some interview he was doing. I want to say it was Joe Rogan. And he was like, I think he was talking about like the only way that I was able to like get that off is that it was like a play on blackface. Like it wasn't, I mean, I guess it was blackface, but it's like the whole joke was me doing blackface the entire film, as opposed to people who are really like, you know, playing another race. And I was like, you know what? That's a good nuanced take on it. Like, cause there was something about her. I was like, is it just because he Robert Downey Jr.? But it's like, nah, it's because like the actual point of the character was to have the joke about fucking blackface. And I was like, okay, like you don't have to be like wild sensitive. They were, they were actually kind of shedding light on shit. Cause you would have like, you know, in real movies, there should be actors of color and it'd be like some random white dude. So you know what? That makes sense. Oh shit. Speaking of which I said, speaking of which I'm really happy that old girl is like, um, I forget her name, but she's about to be like the first black 007. She's got like mad hate for it, but like I can't wait for her to come through and like just bust a motherfucker ass. It was the actress that was on um um what was that fucking? It's a lot of Marvel shit. Um, 
uh, Captain Marvel. Fuck, my bad. The black chick, the um, yeah, Lashana Lynch. Like her shit, really, really. Like I, I can't wait for that movie so bad, just so I could watch. Like I wish I could have like that's the only thing that makes me want theaters to come back open, so that I can like visually watch like you know uptight white dudes be like they're ruining my fucking they're ruining the franchise and i want her to be the baddest most ass kicking motherfucker like smoothie shit just they'll be dead before they even had a trailer like they were big mad before you had a trailer you already big upset because it's a black girl that's new 007 and you didn't even get the concept of the movie yet you just you already tripped right yeah like not only is she black but she's got boobs fucking terrible I mean, like all this shit is i've always been really like white folks just is like been have, i've always been trippy about that because it's like y'all get really up in arms about you know and i you know i understand connecting with the character and all that other bullshit i'm a fucking geek nigga like i understand that to the nth degree but these fucking things are made up and the whole thing about them is like the themes they convey what they teach you what you identify with all that shit is great but it's like you motherfuckers have played actual historical figures that were actual people of color and it's like just walking as white folks like the what was that shit like my like you'd have to get like my grandma and my mom to talk about how like their first go-to is like that bitch elizabeth taylor was out here playing motherfucking like they hate that shit in their heart to this day like this has been going on for so long i mean we don't want to even get to uh amos and andy oh Three two three nine zero 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 four seven eight. And for anybody else who heard that, don't call right now, but you can call on Saturday. If you call right now, you're gonna be sitting in the fucking waiting line. Like we're not gonna talk to you. We're gonna talk to each other. But on Saturday and any other day, then yeah. Yeah, you have to try to try it there, just not not today. Not today, nigga. See if we get any uh better audio quality for DC. We're going to try. We're going to try. We're going to make it work. Yeah. Keith, <laughs> Keith called. I was about to call through Skype. I was about to call through Skype and I saw like uh, 30 cents a minute. I was like, ooh, that track? That's, no. ter- that's fucking terrorism. Yeah, Keith called. Like, it sounds like two cats in a bag fucking whenever you talk to this man. Like, Keith, yeah, Keith, <laughs> Keith got, Keith got Suge Knight in his phone about like, it's, it's good news, nigga. Like, <laughs> Audio, audio, standards around this motherfucker. (laughs) Well, good people. Anybody out there trying to do your uh, passion or whatever, if you think you have to be perfect at it, you 100% the fuck don't. What are we doing, folks? Why? We're Why? figuring it the fuck out every day. How long, you, how long you been podcasting? Like, you know, like fucking four years or whatever. You must be perfect at it, bitch. You lie. Like, you're on drugs. I be fucking skating through this shit every week. Twice a week. I just be floating through life. And just, boop, here you go. Like, here's the product. Uh, did you, you guys are so. The funny thing too is like, cause we sprinkle it in there. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna completely discredit us, but I get a lot of like, oh my god, it was, you know, the five or six people. Like it's good. It was like you guys said good points. It was really profound. I was like, wow, man, you missed all the dick jokes. Like right before this shit press play. Like it was like an, a- and then afterwards it was like, yeah, mental health, mental health. Damn, she got a fat ass. Look, man. Look, man. Duality is key. I was watching. Um, <laughs> I was watching fucking uh the Joe Bud podcast earlier. Just awesome. Like, oh, it popped up in my feed. Shit. And where did Joe? Because he had COVID, but now he doesn't, and that's good. Because I wouldn't have been like twenty twenty couldn't have had, like that would have been. I would have been just. We'd have had to go to war with somebody for me to get that shit off. Like if Joe would have been like, I'd have just been like, you can't do that. Anyways. They were talking to like they were talking about like Van Jones crying because he did that, 
but it was just this conversation about you never really think about that theme that those dudes like because they're in the political space because they're a doctor a therapist a fucking whatever that they also like are regular niggas and they were like yo that nigga in the same dms i'm in and that shit was like i was like you know what that's fucking true like these niggas be up here on fucking like roland martin is somewhere like fucking trying to get rihanna's like left leftover draws from three weeks that's crazy like I don't know why that blew me. I was like, that's crazy. These niggas really be on, like, you know, and it's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, they our niggas are human beings. Like, as much as they be out here, civil rights, live your life, very fucking uh, passionate about some civil whatever thing. It's like, yo, that nigga is, like, fucking. That woman is fucking. Fuck the, like, yeah, like, that very distinguished woman in the pantsuit on whatever is, like, sucking dick. Crazy. Like, wild sucking dick. Like, but in a good way. I'm not judging. I'm just saying you never really pay attention that they like sucking mad dick. That's some wild shit. Or like, my dad be watching like the fucking uh, Christian people channels, and they be like, "My son Bobby," and I'm like, "Damn, pastor nigga was fucking." Like, I just be looking at these motherfuckers walk on stage with these like, and God said in 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 Exodus chapter forty seven. I'm like, but they be really fucking, and they be probably fucking terrible too. Like, ain't a terrible shit. Yeah, it's like big fucking wild shit. Like I'm just saying, this is something to think about, folks. Like now, when you're driving around and you see, like, oh look at old Grammy Graham, they be fucking, and they was like, and the old ones be like really fucking because they was like, you know, I, I'm from a, I'm from a, a family of twelve. Your granny was like, was like throwing it. He was throwing ass. That's that's wild shit, man. Let people be people. There we go. I knew I could bring this back into something made sense. You have to let people have the layers and 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 various forms of themselves. We cannot box people in to what they do for us. Just because you are a public figure or in a job or career that has some type of um, you know, status to it. You know, you also can be out here, you can get drunk, you can suck a little dick and, and smack a an ass or two respectfully and consensually. Because you're a human. Humans humans are multifaceted beings. And man, I did that shit. We was I didn't know where we was going at first, but I made the Okay. It's okay. Yeah. You you made it what? Yeah. I didn't I didn't have any I didn't know where the fuck this the GPS completely clocked out, but that bitch got that bitch came back at the end. So thank you, Siri. Or whatever what does Android people call it? What is y'all shit called? Does Siri have it? Does is there like a name for y'all? Be like, my name is Todd, nigga, and like I'm the real Siri. Like y'all got that British bitch on y'all oh, phones. I mean, I respect the I respect the professionalism. It's like, look, we're not a it's not a person. Like it's just Google Voice. Like fuck all that fluffy it's, shit. It's, it's, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if like if if Apple users like will crucify somebody for that, but like as an Apple user, like y'all know our shit is not like the best. It's just the easiest to use. But niggas be having like, have y'all ever anybody out there who's like an avid or continuous iPhone user like me? But I know I use it out of convenience. But have you ever looked at the fucking shit that the niggas with the Androids and the other them is fucking real computers? Not like we all have. Everybody says you know we all have computers and them motherfuckers for real for real have like could hack the Pentagon from the shit that they could do. Like everybody, everybody over there dumbs down their phones. Anybody I know that has like an Android and is really use it. Like, yeah, bro. Like I take out features because it allows me to do too much shit. And you fuck around and feel like, um, Ving Rhames off mission impossible or some shit. Like, yeah, I could really, (laughs) Oh shit. Let's see where we at with this. Did it work? Are we in there? Are we in there? Testing. I don't know. You tell me. Is it working? There we go. You in there now? It's it's in there now. now okay. it's big tennis. Here we go. Now is it echoing? I don't even know if it's echoing because I'm talking on two different things at the same time. I mean, I don't hear much of an echo. I hear like I hear weird interference, but I don't know what that is. Hello, hello, hello. I mean, I can hear you. So, you know, y'all have already. If y'all have, if y'all are in and y'all have listened this long. Oh, I'm hearing an echo of myself. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And y'all are dedicated to the bullshit sound this this time. I don't know if they're too close because I, I can hear I don't know how I can hear me in the background of oh yeah, shit. Look Oh, there we go. There we go. They need a little this little sep little separation. 
Y'all y'all gonna get some of this reverb and, and all that shit and back tack. Okay, so Okay, so what did we miss? I don't even know where we at no more. <laughs> they need a quote. Well right originally we left off um, That's what it is. Oh perfect. Okay, grab, I know what it is now. Grab your phone that you're calling with and bring it closer. I needed to cut down the live. Ah. There we go. That okay. was the fucking back and forth. There we go. We didn't look at man's fucking look at y'all. Don't panic, folks. That's a man. We got gyms today. You can't oh, panic. And communication, baby. Oh, yep. And communication. Communicate. Don't panic. Solution based. Look at this shit. We sound like a fucking show. Man, y'all kiss. This is the show. Whatever the show. This this is the show is fucking uh going through adversity, motherfuckers. Boom. That's right. Transition periods, and we have transitioned until our next level. We have reached new hills and peaks and valleys. We can see the horizon. Oh yeah, this is this is this is big dick shit. We did it today. Y'all can kiss my ass. This was a win. <laughs> yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> what's your like twenty minutes in? Oh yeah. What's what's what is this? What's your favorite episode? One uh, thirty-eight. The, the stupidest number ever. Yep, this is the one. See, even like you saying, oh goodness. But here's the thing: you've been here the whole time because you're proud. So. Thank you. Boom. We appreciate you. We, we, we greatly appreciate you. That was said with absolute love. Thank you for staying. For sticking with us for so long. Like, you've been here through the entire... Oh. This is good shit. Good deal. <laughs> but, yes. All right. So, getting back to our, our structure before we get into more details of this morbid morbidity of multiple deaths because it comes in threes and we definitely had But my my quote for the day kinda goes along with our you know, our theme of adversity. It's funny how things work out. Do not try do do duh. Start on, uh, don't try not to make mistakes. That's a bar. Mistakes are inevitable. Learn from mistakes, be accountable, and don't give up. I dig that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That works for the day. That works. That works. Again, don't try not to make mistakes. Mistakes are inevitable. Learn from mistakes, be accountable, and don't give up. Oh, yeah. You'd be anxious as fuck trying to not have them like not have mistakes like prepare for them be aware but yeah if you like i can't have a mistake that's how you motherfuckers be fucking losing your minds shit i mean that's that's how a lot of people do it. even even from a cultural standpoint there's a lot of cultures that will not allow you to be a person and make mistakes yeah think about from, from, from a stereotypical standpoint you say like the Asian culture, like you're not allowed to make mistakes. You have to do this. You have to be good at it. The pressure just falls on top of you, and you have to be successful. You have to be this. You have to be that. And it's like you're not getting the leeway to actually learn who you are and be yourself and make mistakes and, and fall and rise. And it's, it's an issue. But I think a lot of, especially a lot of immigrants that come here to go to college, there's kind of the same pressure that they feel. So making making because there's a lot of people relying on me. So let me let me see if I'm making this correlation right. So making mistakes sounds like also being able if you're able to make a mistake, you're able to take a L. You're able to learn from a loss and move forward. As opposed to just to bring into this current event that even in the Vaughn situation, and it was something that I saw today online, I don't know who said it, but like bro was really trying to I'm going to just fight this dude. Like, we could go whatever. I'm going to beat you up, you know, learn how to take the L. Like, the ideal world, y'all can fight. I'm not even opposed to fighting. You fight, you take your L, you either learn how to fight more or realize that the idea of this was to confront this person, the confrontation happened, and now we're good. Like, it just, we needed to fight, not necessarily who wins or whatever, but being able to take your L and move along as opposed to this, 
what seems like it still has been for like you know the last x amount of decades or so of this realm of you beat me i'm gonna come back and shoot you like nobody knows how to properly lose or make or take that mistake like i, I made a mistake i tried this motherfucking way i shouldn't have tried him got my ass whooped and got the fuck on somewhere and right. to parallel that to just like uh, the even like the um the Boosie conversation, I know that's a different age group, a different person, but with Mike Tyson, you'd have never thought to take that anywhere past the conversation because you know this is this is an L. I'm not even in the mindset of trying to try this nigga in a certain light. Okay, cops. Nigga said you niggas in there talking shit, getting deep. Arrest them. Um <laughs> But I guess like it's like, you know, some big existential like how how much of that is I guess on the artist, like at what point do you stop? Cause you know, like law of attraction, you say, do you kind of bring it to you? How much of that is like, if I keep, you know, you obviously you should rap about your truth, but after a while, if you're a millionaire, how often, how much of me talking about the bang bang shit is bringing the shit to my front door? I know I went from like taking the L to uh, how much of you are accountable for that. It was a lot of fucking. Just... Well, no, no, because, because it, it all makes, it all makes a lot of sense. So I'll even, I'll even rewind it back to you saying that person hasn't learned how to take an L. For your question, you're saying how much of that falls on the artist. It's really how much of that falls on the person that raised the artist, their environment. So in, in the context of the, the King Bond situation, those are rival gangs. So that's groups of people that share the same mindset, that are being irresponsible and exuding a lot of maybe a trigger word for some of y'all, but a lot of toxic feminine energy. Not to say that it's a female thing, but you're exhibiting a lot of female energy, getting emotional about something to the point to where you're not paying attention to it. Like, I'm going to kill you for sake of something stupid. When if you really need to fight, you can really just fight it out, take an L, because somebody has to lose. There's not going to be no tie. This ain't Street Fighter where we both get that last hand. My life bar is on Right. There's, there's none of that happening. It's not real life. Like, you're going to take an L, but you haven't learned how to lose gracefully and still have respect for yourself and the other individuals. Shot to your ego. That's something that you never learned. That's something that falls back on your OGs that brought you in, your homeboys that you came in with, that you hung around this entire time, the other rival gang that you're dealing with, because you guys are, even though you're each other's antagonists, you guys do feed off of them. You need each other in some capacity, no matter how much you hate one another. Falls back on your parents, and your household, your family dynamic, your neighborhood, your environment. That's where you get deep enough in that rabbit hole and realize, especially within this situation, us as black people in our community, we have failed in teaching people how to lose gracefully because that's where your lesson lies. Bars. Your lesson lies within your failures. If you're not learning how to fail gracefully, that means you're not learning how to learn from your transgressions and learn from your mistakes. That means you're not progressing. You're staying stagnant, which a lot of people in this mindset and this environment, that's what they do. They never progress. You stay within the same environment, same neighborhood, literally. You don't go anywhere else until somebody like a King Bond makes it out. Only to take that mentality with them and you don't make it better. Yeah, that always seems to be the thing. Like, you know, no matter shit, it seems like it might take a motherfucker to 40 or 50 before they start, you know, changing their tune and really trying to step outside of that mindset and make that mindset like not fucking cool. And, you know, you, you know, you bring that shit with you. Cause even, um, I saw like, uh, and I guess, you know, this goes into, you know, once again, like mindset and just, you know, like I'd be wanting people to just have maybe somebody around you to maybe say, don't post that. That was like a lot of TI shit. And T.I. was doing so well. We were on, like, a great T.I. track just, like, last, what was it, last week, week before? He was doing so well, man. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, damn, uh, Tip, we was we was, we was was rooting for you. And he posted something. And then he posted, like, a, he quickly posted afterwards, like, you know, he didn't mean it this way. But it was something along the lines of, like, you know, keep your beefs in your city and and whatever. And I'm like, this was a moment as an OG, as a, if you're going to speak on it, why would you not – speak in a peaceful manner speak in a way that you know even if you knew dude you know i know you're probably more emotional to it then don't say anything but if you're going to speak speak in a way that you're now responsible you know for the culture something bigger than self 
as opposed to say that yeah. shit. And it's like my nigga, like this completely. Like, why would you? Like, why would that be the thing to be said? Even if well, you, he, here's here's where I'll, here's where I'll shoot him some mail. Because okay, so when we're talking about somebody not being taught how to deal with a certain situation, not learning how to face adversity and taking loss responsibly and being respectful. So growing up, how I learned how to do that when I stayed with my dad in the Bay Area, just for fat, just for fun, or just you know when you're serious. On our front, well, front lawn, he gave us some gloves. If y'all got a problem, y'all both got out that box. We have an adult referee. Learn how to handle your issues and control your anger and stick to it. You learn how to lose gracefully. You learn how to win gracefully. Whether it's boxing, wrestling matches, whatever it is, but we're going to be in this controlled environment. That could be the analogy for your neighborhood and T.I. said keep your beats in your neighborhood. Keep it in an environment where you guys can do it responsibly as a person to fill out into the community where you have, as we were talking about earlier, bullets don't have no man. innocent lives or you're taking lives in general because you weren't handling this situation responsibly. It's something that can be done, especially if you think of, so even thinking of somebody that, you know, doing cage fighting. You have UFC, you have Bellator, you have all these things. Any type of fighting, champions always lose. Everybody's not Floyd. Every champion has lost. They got knocked out or they got beaten or whatever the case is, but they lost. They got take away from them being the champion. No, but for some reason when it comes to street life or street culture, you look at taking that L as a negative thing to the president and have to kill this other individual because I'm against. That is something that I feel like you know, definitely needs to adjust or even if it's not adjusted, expand upon it. Cause people talk about that, like in business, like taking an L is part of the, is part of the course, but you know, being able to take concepts and know that these things apply in various avenues because shit half, half of how you just to keep it in a fight analogy, half of how you learn how to fight is somebody beat your ass and you like, Oh, Hey, I don't, uh, I don't like getting hit, you know, in the jaw from the left side. So I learn how to fucking put my right. hand up and then so on and so forth. And you learn how to fight. Like even the best boxers, nobody talks about how these niggas, when they was coming up sparring, was getting fucking molly until they became championship level. And this idea, like in our community, like niggas just don't know how to turn like even. OK, fucking back to that bullshit story I said about my car, like to turn an L into a positive, like because I got beat up this way, I now know not to fight this person in this particular fashion. Not even saying you don't fight. Right. On the man in the seventies, no shit. Get into get a, you know, get a raisin, nigga. Like I'm fucking your old lady. Like y'all niggas just this weird jump from not, you know, and 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 I guess um I guess you could you could play on words whether it's toxic masculinity or femininity, like you said earlier with the energies of like what it really means to be like masculine because nigga you supposed to be able to take your lumps and and keep it moving that doesn't mean you go back and like spray and lay waste to the world but y'all don't understand like this is a wild emotional response like this and this shit has just been on a continuous basis of just niggas just wilding out like i said even before like the the dude the uh, brother from dallas just and i don't even know what that shit just seems like it was just on some completely outlandish shit like it just poof shot like I don't know what the parameters are on that or anything, but it just is all that I shit is. But I, here's here's one issue I have with that. You always, as an individual, as a community, as a hood, or whatever the case is, we talk about how difficult it is for somebody to make it out. When you have somebody that makes it out and represents for the area, and you, as an individual or clique or gang, whatever the case is, take that person out. When they're winning and making something look good for everybody. Especially if this person say in, in the instance of Nipsey, I came back, I technically I haven't left. I'm still here. And I'm still doing a lot of things for the community. You as an individual get too in tune or you, you lose your ability to control your feminine energy. You have them both. We all have both feminine and masculine energy within us. But you cannot control your feminine energy to reactive and emotional and take this person's life who meant who meant way more to this environment, to this ecosystem, than whatever little issue you have with them that can be brushed over or swept over under the way. Your ego has now superseded everything that this person can do for a community. 
sense that's part of the issue. Like you're thinking with your ego. You're thinking with your id. From a psychological standpoint, it's called your id, your own personal ego system. I'm thinking with that. I'm thinking only of me in this one-dimensional type of situation to where I'm completely missing the ability to see all the other things that this could can contribute to. I only care about this one emotion that is going to pass. The concrete things don't matter. But this flighty emotion that I'm having right now is taking precedence over everything. That's a problem. That makes me think about, like, how to, I guess, transition to make it, because it's, it's bigger than, like, I like to cry and I get mad, but, like, making, what was, what's, what's the phrase? Like, EQ as important or more sincere, like, more looked at, just like IQ, like, understanding. Right. Are you mad? Like, are, like even, even getting mad, like, for instance, like, to use either one of these situations or any fucking other nigga situation, like, it's like, you know, it gets, it gets, a lot of words get tossed around, like, you gotta stand for yours, you gotta... You know, but all of that is like you said, it's ego, it's insecurity. Like you feel like somebody has played you, made you look less than. And it's like, you know, you should you should really evaluate that because, you know, not to say you can't stunt, you can't do all this shit, but all this shit, even like even like before, like the correlation of like the music continuously being you know, like f- f- fucking like a twenty one savage is like, I'm not living that shit. Like to continuously rap about something that you're not even in that life no more. Not to say you couldn't have rapped about that live your truth. Yeah. But nigga, if I'm out doing fancy shit, then I'm out doing fancy shit. And that's where I'm at. And I shouldn't have to feel like I'm less than because I'm not in the on the block no more. Or not even like on the block per se, like as in doing shit. I could, you know, you should be able to go back to your community because you can't. I don't believe you can build it always from afar. I think there is something to be said about, you know, boots on the ground. And you being in the community, visible to the people and able to kind of make those changes. But you should be able to feel empowered to say, I'm fucking, uh, at, I'm, my, my whole day was at the grocery store. And I want to do some Chance the Rapper shit where my whole song is about, you know, he just seems like a nigga who would make a rap about being at the grocery store or whatever. But you know what I mean? Like, I should be able to have the freedom to, I'm not always fucking tearing shit up like i feel like that puts you in a um like we talked about earlier about like say a young boy who i think probably should get diagnosed for real but if you put yourself in a position where your whole identity is based off i am sad i am angry i am blowing shit up i am always this nigga you don't really give yourself the opportunity to never to ever not be that dude i gotta be this person all the time and shit you gonna fuck around and trick yourself i might not even be depressed but because i make a lot of depressed music I got no choice. It's, it's, you're going to assume that identity at some point because your words have power and you're speaking that into existence. Even though you are learning how to let it go, you're keeping it in your mindset by talking about it and bringing it up all the time and assuming that in, that identity. I mean, look at, say, actors. That actors like Heath Ledger and all these people that took their lives having to do all these different roles because they didn't know how to separate. And I think that's when it comes to accountability, that's something we have to be able to do with the community. We haven't learned how to separate from these roles that have been thrust upon us negatively. We're not learning how to separate from an image and who we are. And we're not allowing our image to grow and transition with who we are growing and transitioning. We feel like we have to be volatile. We have to be uh, self-destructive at all times. Like in our community, we are the only community that being self-destructive that you paid. And nobody seems to be able to, to say, hey, no, you don't, you don't have to do that. Like, we have conscious rappers, but they shouldn't be labeled as conscious rappers yeah. to separate themselves. Like, why can't they just be artists? If I'm an artist, this is my art. I may paint this way at one point in time, and I can paint a different way, but it's still my style. I can rap about these things at one point in time and I can switch and rap about something else later on because I'm speaking about my life's experience. That's what rap was. I'm talking about my environment. I'm talking about my experiences. It doesn't have to be this specific, volatile, self-destructive, aggressive behavior, but within our community, that's how we prove ourselves, whether it comes to gangs, music, fraternity life or Greek life in general, like everything that we have in our community, you prove yourself through aggression, whether it's verbal aggression, physical aggression, something along those lines. But we're not promoting peace. But we don't see original peace and tranquility and oneness and all these other things that we just 
I've completely lost connection. I think um, I saw somebody just, you know, somebody was touching on that dough, and everybody who can get in this dough got a little thumb thing now. Get in your ass, anyway. Um, <laughs> just, you know, we're, we're still speaking of aggression. You know, we're still we're still about we're still about peace and love here, folks. You know, just but you know, don't you through that though, man. Yeah, but um, yeah. Just speaking of like you know hip hop and rap as an artistry, I feel like it kind of. And without even like what you said, just make me feel like, make me think like, they're not even realizing like how you are maybe muddying or not even expanding the definition of, this is art or this is my therapy. This is your space to really be free in your thoughts. And niggas are like, I can't get out of talking or being involved in this. I'm not even allowing myself the space to like, you know, and like all, all the old ones we talk about did that. I remember watching an interview a couple of days ago, and it was like fucking method man talking about some rock shit he was listening to that transitioned into him making some of his music but that allows you to be like yeah man i'm i can allow my music to put me in a different space like you know for or our big boy as an example or CeeLo or actually any of them dungeon family niggas that's like that might be like a bad uh example they like was free as fuck but <laughs> all of these things like not understanding what these things are made for like even therapy when people say that, like, this is my therapy, I'm like, this that therapy is a place for you to come through and get your shit off. But it is not just a place for you to dump like it's a place for you to. These are my issues. And let's also with these emotions, we got to put some fucking brain power into how to sort through this shit. And you could, you know, and there should be people if we're going to put that in the music, put that all the way in there. You might, you know, people talk about a, a Joe Bud and like a Wale, but them niggas are like, I'm going through this. I'm not glorifying it. I'm. I'm like really trying to maneuver through this and it sounded better to do it musically as opposed to I'm out here and shit is dead. Whoa, nigga. Because if you were in therapy, that would be the point moment where I would stop and be like, whoa, man, time out, time out. You just said you got to shoot a nigga. You feel dead in the heart and in the head. We're going to like, let's, we're going to stop right there because we need to understand why you feel like that and undo that because that, that's not therapy. Right. You just saying, I feel like that's like if a motherfucker just walked out, I feel like dying today. You don't want to talk about that? This is the part where we unpack that. You just can't make a fucking three-minute song and, like, four other three-minute songs about that same topic. That's not therapy. That's you just reliving your trauma, which is fucking insanity. I mean, within therapy, that's when we started doing a, a suicidal assessment, a self-harm something. If you talk about this so much and you can't get past it, and you just, I hate everything. I hate life. I don't want to be here like that. Okay, that's it. Shit, you get Yo, to... I'm not back. Let's address that, bro. Nobody said, nigga, shit. Nobody, everybody was talking about that stage ride fell through, man. Nigga, y'all should have called... That was the pet team up under that motherfucker trying to grab him. Like, we're, they was scared. Like, <laughs> get him... Get the no, Yeah, we, like, we heard that last song, nigga, like, you know, you the help. They was trying to have... That was a, They was trying to have him committed. Like, motherfuckers is crazy. Right. But even, even going back to you bringing up the Method Man analogy, everybody that you named is somebody that has transitioned to a higher level of thinking. It may not always be expressed through their music, but you can see how verbally they are leaps and bounds above others because they have enlightened themselves in some capacity to where they have also allowed themselves to be vulnerable and to embrace things that are outside of their image. Dungeon family... Um, Wu-Tang Clan, those are two, like, we, our identity comes from embracing things that are not of our own. We have a lot of people within our community that can listen to, say, a young boy or whoever and listen to this old progressive music, and you don't know if the sample comes from a country something. Like, you don't know where the sample comes from, but you can sit up and say, well, I can't listen to that, this, you know, this, you know, that, this, that, that, and I realize, one, we created that, but something that was stolen from us, it's still a part of our identity. But two, if you listen to it, they're talking about the same struggles that you're talking about. It sounds a little bit different, but you can at least empathize with the human experience of women realizing that, well, oh, you're talking about the same thing. You're mad about your whip or your car or your girl or you getting drunk or whatever. You're talking about the same thing. Maybe, you know, you know, I had a tall can of Budweiser and I had a sick hand with you. Like, well, it's the same concept. Though. Like, we're both numbing our pains and numbing ourselves with you know, from these traumas with alcoholism, or we both find a safe space in said girl, or we both like to cruise around in said vehicle. They all got four wheels. It's 
all the same thing, that you just you are losing that ability to identify with the human experience because you're making yourself into this box, not realizing that, hey, there's flaps on this thing. I don't, I don't have to close myself in. It ain't even no bottom. So I'm right? gonna open this bit. I'm just holding the box. I'm just holding the box on myself. Like I'm not even realizing. I'm not even closing in here. I'm holding it. I'm holding myself in here, not realizing that I have the capacity to take it off of and see everything else that I can see. Yeah, I think they don't. And like even some of the people you you named, like looking at how they allowed that artistic brain to kind of shit expand in other ways and how these other things playing like you know fucking method man's a fucking fitness phenom now or even CeeLo's fucking transition from you hear like early goody mob shit or even see them on the interviews he was a hundred percent like i'd be robbing niggas bro and then was like wearing fluffy outfits and literally making christmas albums and i don't know uh who else the fuck Okay, even even with the young boy thing, with his latest single, you know, you see, you know, you watch. I've seen a couple videos, you know, and it'd be a lot of like, you know, what niggas do. Like, I'm in the kitchen. There's a there's a fucking meme going around now because he was kind of gyrating on another nigga in the kitchen, which is also weird. My God, just y'all just always be all up. It'd be whole videos and niggas just be in the kitchen or you know, no this, you know, you gotta work with what you got. Y'all just be on the front on the front porch, just musty, just next to each other, yelling and shit, and that's cool. But also, you know, he got you no, know, he linked up with uh, I think I think the song is like with Mike Will and fucking uh, Nicki Minaj, and you know, for all of <laughs> any Nicki Minaj fucking slander, woman is extremely creative, like, and you're not gonna go here and not have any like. You know, and I think that was kind of like in my mind. I like I'm super projecting. I like to think like, oh, shit, he's linking with like creative people. And there's like space fucking little diddly bits. And, you know, like when they was like making this video, there was green screens and there was whole concept conversations. And it's like, yeah, he should be around. Like, he'd be, I didn't want to take motherfuckers like that and just throw them in fucking areas of people like that. Because I'm like, yeah, like you can you're more nigga. Like you can do a whole lot more like. Right. Fucking NLE Chop is a spiritual uh, guru now or whatever. and Or, you know, like, that's why I was such a big fan of the baby because he was like, nigga, I grew up watching, like, Missy Elliott videos. Like, I'm going to be creative for real. Like, you know, you niggas could do more. Like, right. you could talk your shit, but you can also be a fucking... And it gets you out of these fucking... I don't know. I feel like it... Not to separate you from your environment, but it gives you the ability when you go back to the environment, you don't feel like... I feel like some of the rappers, they always come back like, I do what I can. I be giving money. It's like, well, no, man. Like, if you went and maybe hung out with Pharrell, you'd be like, damn, I can come back and like put a whole fucking um, I don't know, painter slash producing pod at my local high school. Like, I can do that now because I know that now because I was hanging out with Pharrell. But if I'm a rich nigga, but I'm just doing hood nigga shit with money, no, you can kind of step out and expand. I know that becomes like a community thing of who wants to come down and grab one or two and which one you one or two motherfuckers want or whatever, but it's very I mean, even with that, it doesn't even have to be anything that drastic as far as I have to hang out with Pharrell to gain this new level of enlightenment. It could be something as simple as, in my music, I talk about having to go through this, and this is what got me here, but it was extremely painful and traumatic. I don't want anybody else to go through that. So how can I keep somebody from having to go through what I went through? That's it. You just being in touch with yourself can make you want like that. I didn't like how that felt. I didn't enjoy it. It paid off for me specifically. Everybody ain't got that option. How can I keep somebody else from my area, my neighborhood, having to feel that same pain? What can I do for them? And it could be a multitude of things. You can instead of buying the turkeys for Thanksgiving or something for Christmas, you can you can buy a whole bunch of different sets of clippers and give it to all the boys and say, Hey, I bought you guys some barber school classes for people that you know, you don't you don't want to go to school, you dropped out, cool. Word to killer Mike. Clippers, I got you some hey, I bought you some clippers, you got some you know, your school is paid for, go to barber school, you can line you with tray like whatever it is, you can think from an empathetic standpoint, again connecting with the human experience. I'm going to come up with this idea simply because I don't want you to have to identify with the stuff that I talk about. I don't want you to have to glorify that. Big facts. Well, people, 7:59 is upon us. This is the part we start, you know, bringing it down. Y'all gonna get some sexy ass. Masako just look. 
he has another he has a song out now with don tolliver this is a complete fucking u-turn we went on another fucking uh, street i don't care just go listen to it because i just i need niggas like this supported because they're making music that i really fucking enjoy i need these niggas rich i need them in fucking uh creative spaces i need this nigga with all the silk shirts he can fucking buy so this shit can keep happening word to uh the king vines and them rest peace of the dead and everybody making their music but i i need this i need this to continue so we need that to be on the podcast too and if you, need us to get to that space as well. That way they can come to Look, if any of y'all, you know, know uh, Masego Auntie or whatever, tell her, tell them we looking for him. And you know, we don't. I don't play the saxophone, but I really like listening to it, and I feel like that counts for something. I'm gonna go. Look, he pull up. Look, he pull up. Me and DC gonna go buy some silk shirts, and we are gonna be in here just silky and shit. And that's it. I'm gonna. I ain't some already. I'm going to get some more. All right. Well, I'm going to cut this off. And then y'all listen to it. Oh, shit, that's loud. But it's still good. I'm not cutting it down. Y'all going to just... I can hear this and y'all can't. Y'all just got to watch me enjoy this. It's so good. Like, With that being said, everybody, you keep y'all listening on Saturday. Thank you for being here. I shall return to you guys.